It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, October 4th, 2016. We have 18 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have a small craft advisory for hazardous seas in effect through Wednesday afternoon. And today we'll talk about a new project proposed for the Columbia that again involves natural gas. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But first, let's talk about today's Columbia River ship schedule. We have three inbound vessels. We have eight in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have seven outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is a ship called the Touraine. She's arriving from Trinidad. Trinidad, by the way, is located off the coast of Venezuela. Uh, she's headed for Portland, and her cargo could be urea, which is a dry substance um, used to make fertilizer. She will um, pass Astoria around 2.30 a.m. and arrive in Portland around 8.30 a.m. Next inbound is the Cebu Island. She's arriving from Mexico, headed for Astoria's Anchorage, and she'll arrive there around 6 a.m. She'll stay in the Anchorage until about 11 a.m. when she will continue on up to Portland to pick up uh, wheat, and she'll arrive there around 5 p.m. Next inbound is the Westwood Rainier. She's arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for Longview. Her cargo could be newsprint. She will pass Astoria around 3 p.m. Look for her in the Longview area by around 6.30 today. And then uh, let's take a look at who else is in the Astoria Anchorage besides the Cebu Island arriving today. We have the Nord Pegasus heading for Kalama to pick up corn, soy, or maybe wheat, or some of all of the above in different cargo holds. She's departing from the Anchorage around 7 a.m. That would put her in Kalama around noontime. The Trustin Trader 1 is headed for Kalama to pick up wheat today. She'll be leaving from the Anchorage at about noontime. That would put her in Kalama by about 5 p.m. The Beijing 2008 is a ship at anchor off the Astoria waterfront in the Astoria Anchorage, and she is headed for Longview today to pick up wheat. She'll be leaving at about 10 p.m. You might see her in the Longview area at about 1.30 a.m. on Wednesday. Then we have four ships awaiting orders in the Anchorage. They will eventually uh, head upriver to pick up their own cargoes. The Trans-Pacific, the Alpha Melody, the Alpha Afovos, and the Shandong Haichang. And our outbounders, we have a bulk carrier called the K-Opal. She's leaving Kalama carrying wheat at about 6 a.m. That would put her past Astoria maybe around 11 a.m. The MG Explorer is a bulk carrier leaving Kalama carrying corn, maybe soy or wheat. She's leaving from a, a terminal that handles all three of those cargoes. She'll be leaving around 11 a.m. and possibly passing Astoria outbound around 4 p.m. The Omicron Nikos is leaving Kalama. She's a popular port today with wheat on board at around 11 a.m. That would put her past Astoria around 4 p.m. The Capitola is leaving Portland carrying wheat at about 12.30 p.m. That would put her past Astoria around 6.30 this evening. The Nautical Elizabeth is leaving Portland carrying potash. She's leaving at about 5.30 p.m. From Portland, that would put her past Astoria's waterfront outbound by maybe 11.30 p.m. The ATB Dublin Sea, that's an articulated tug and barge rig, is leaving Portland carrying petroleum in her barge. She's leaving around 11 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 5 a.m. on Wednesday. The Matacana Island is uh, leaving Longview. She's got wheat on board. She's another bulk carrier leaving around 11 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 2.30 a.m. on Wednesday. So a little bit about the distribution of cargo in our ship schedule today. We have uh, at least nine of our vessels, uh, I know for sure, have wheat on board. And uh, there are four others awaiting in the anchorage that could potentially be going up eventually to pick up wheat as well. So this time of year, we see lots and lots of wheat going out of the Columbia River. The Columbia is a huge portal for wheat export um, on a worldwide scale. So um, we, we do, we, you'll hear that wheat, that word wheat a lot in the ship schedule over the next month or so.
Well, let's take a look at our marine weather forecast. We have that uh, typical kind of fall and winter weather pattern upon us, and you see those words, small craft advisory, in the marine weather forecast quite frequently at this time of year. Today we have a small craft advisory for hazardous seas in effect through Wednesday afternoon. Uh, yesterday we had a small craft advisory for winds, and, and those two advisories go hand in hand. The, the wind whips up the waves, and pretty soon they are both causing problems for mariners at sea. So we have some stormy weather happening today offshore. South winds 10 to 15 knots with gusts to 20, occasional gusts to 25 knots under the strongest storms, it says in the forecast. So we have some storms headed our way. Wind waves from the south, three feet at five seconds, but westerly swells 10 feet high at 11 seconds apart. Showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms in the forecast today. Well, today I'd like to share with you uh, a news story uh, involving natural gas on the Columbia being um, used as part of a project in a different way from what we're used to hearing about, which is um, pressurized natural gas. This is a plant that would involve creating methanol from natural gas. So um, let me just read this to you so you can understand what the project's about if you have not heard about it yet. This is, this is from Oregon Public Broadcasting. The story was released on September 30th. The world's largest methanol plant is one step closer to construction on the lower Columbia River after the Port of Kalama on Friday released its just-completed report on how the project would affect the environment. The Chinese-backed facility would convert natural gas to methanol, which would then be shipped across the Pacific to be made into plastic. The final environmental impact statement outlines potential effects on the environment surrounding the facility. Environmentalists say there are significant information gaps. Making methanol is an energy and water-intensive process. It also releases toxic chemicals and carcinogens like benzene and formaldehyde, among other chemicals. The plant in Kalama, Washington, would use as much natural gas as all the residential customers in Washington state combined and that's a key to what critic and environmentalist Brett Vandenhuvel considers a missing link in the environmental review. Where is the natural gas to make all that methanol going to come from? And this is a quote from Vandenhuvel. The port does not disclose the likely need for a new large gas pipeline across the state of Washington. It's just not in there in the project, he means, said Vandenhuvel, executive director of Columbia Riverkeeper. He said a new pipeline would make the area more dependent on natural gas. He also warned it could threaten private landowner rights along the route of the pipeline, especially if the right of eminent domain is invoked to put a pipeline across people's property without their consent. The Environmental Review says the project's backer, Northwest Innovation Works, quote, has not entered into contracts for the supply of natural gas to the proposed project, unquote. The Port of Kalama did not respond to requests for an interview. The final decision on the methanol project is expected in the coming weeks. So if you have an opinion about this, um, you might want to contact your legislators and let them know how you feel. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day. <laughs>